0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Baseball Night. I am your host Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother Jack. Jack, how are you doing? Tom, um, I,
1: I really couldn't be better. It's been a while since we've spoke. Um, in in that time, we have a very hot team to talk about here. But let's just put that aside for a Celtics, for aside for a second, because we got to talk some Celtics. I mean, NBA Finals. This is. Exciting time. Last night, as i taping, they pretty much blew out the Warriors in the fourth quarter. And this is just an exciting, exciting time to be watching Boston sports.
0: Yeah. And uh, I actually didn't even see a se- second of the Red Sox. I was working late. So I had to, I do not disturb on my phone last night. And it's, it's actually nice. Don't look at Twitter. Don't look at anything. And just watch the game and a little boop 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 through the commercials. Beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know
0: if you know this, but when you watch it on YouTube TV because it's the 2022 NBA Finals brought to you, presented to you by YouTube TV. I
1: do know this. I do know this.
0: When you rewind it and fast forward it, it's Let's a little, little Larry O'Brien Trophy.
1: Yeah, I did know that.
0: And it's it's just know what that is? That's just fun.
1: A nice touch.
0: But um, when it comes to actual basketball. Last night was fun, then heart attack inducing, and then fun again.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Warriors just went on a run. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Celtics,
1: but... Celtics pretty much handled them the whole time. But then again, uh, a great quote shared with us by our cousin Tom, where um, Ime Odoka just said, Can you guys stop playing like assholes? And uh, they really did.
0: That was a non-verified Twitter account, but if that is true, that's just give them a lifetime contract. Mm-hmm. If you're in Game Three of the NBA Finals and you'll tell your players stop playing like assholes, then just sign them up. You don't need another voice in fifteen years. You got it. Nope. Yeah. On, so, on or
1: off with the mask, though, Coach. On or off with the mask.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm. You. That's been kind of a thing for you. I just don't. I don't get it. What I don't
1: like the chin diaper.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Sorry, not to get political here Jeez. on baseball night.
0: <laughs> Talk- taking us a different direction with the sport. And then
1: I know that was a swerve to start. But hey, Tom, the Red Sox have won seven straight games here. And yeah, I think so- last I checked, probably like fifteen out of twenty.
0: Yeah, you um we couldn't sync up last week to do this, but I think we were both in the same headspace where it was like this is a train wreck of a five-game series to lose against the Orioles and then to split with the Reds we were both a little peeved but hey your boys the Oakland A's you know yep they came through whenever for the you Red need Sox. to pick me up
1: whenever you need to pick me up just head out to Oakland because they don't care <laughs> they don't care about the baseball um and I mean these Anaheim Angels that we're getting right now are I mean we'll talk about that later but wow yeah. real bad so real bad in the last 3 weeks.
0: So let's go let's let's talk about these Red Sox who have sure sizzling who, hot. Yeah, so pretty much since like the beginning of May they've just been on fire. Yeah, so, let's
1: not let's not dance around it since Cora shaved his beard.
0: That's true. Yeah. They've had a good record since he shaved that beard. They are currently yep above 500 and that was 30 and
1: 27 three yeah. games above right now
0: that was something cora had said like our goal is to at i think he said by june 1st and they just missed it but by june 1st to be at 500 and then just to keep winning series and then the next thing you know you're in it you mentioned the Yuke quote about just making up a, a game unfortunately the yankees don't stop losing so
1: no, the only team hotter than the Red Sox since May 18th has been the New York Yankees.
0: So, right now, as we're sitting today, June 9th is when we're recording this. The There are four teams from the AL East in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee people, when they came up with adding this extra team and giving the number one seed a bye, they were like, it's going to bring in new teams, new excitement, all that.
1: Yep. So Who isn't going to be happy when the Kansas City Royals are competing for that fourth spot? Or something along those lines. And nope, it's just now all the big market East teams can actually play for a championship.
0: Exactly. The team that missed out last year by a game, the 91-win like or 92-win Blue Jays, are just now yep. in it.
1: They're in it. So um, if you're
0: a fan of, say... The Guardians, the Mariners, the Angels, the White Sox. I mean, the Twins are in first now, but it's such a long season. All these teams, because if you figure the Astros are going to win the West, probably. Twins, Well, right now. Kind
1: of... Yeah, well, now after, right, after yeah. 14 straight by the Angels.
0: So if you figure all these teams that are like, okay, now this really gives us a chance. We can be buyers at the trade deadline. We can try and do it. And then next thing you do, you look up and it's just AL East teams. You got to be like, it's every year with this shit. I mm-hmm. don't care. I'm a Red Sox yeah. fan. I don't care.
1: Yeah, they'll be there.
0: But it so I kind of tu- just touched on it there what this does for me personally as a fan and I think most fans. It's going to keep them as potential buyers at the trade deadline and they won't be giving up Martinez and Bogarts if they're in contention. Yeah which is just fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's huge because that, that saves – because that's – I mean, obviously, it's going to be fun to watch them play in the playoffs this year if they keep this kind of, um, I guess, production up. Uh, we'll talk about the way they're winning games in a little bit, which is kind of odd. But, I mean, if they keep this up, it's also exactly right, keeping some of those pieces for next year. I mean, it's going to be – I don't know if it's going to be harder or easier if they have a deep playoff run to say goodbye to Bogarts. I mean, if they win the World Series, I almost feel like it's easier to, like, not sign them back at that point. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I don't, I don't. again, I thought the Heyman report was BS anyways, that they weren't looking to move Bogarts at the deadline. Uh, and now if they're in contention, they certainly won't move their number three hitting shortstop or number four hitting shortstop
0: who is just casually batting like 320? Yeah, and that's in Jack, that's the third best average on the team. Uh, but we talk about we we do not need to talk about Bogarts, Devers and Martinez. We might hit huh. on Bogarts later, but
1: yeah, well, we talk mean, about that. We should, we should talk about Raffy Devers every every week. We should talk about what yes. a joy Raffy Devers is. And I know you have it pegged out here on the rundown for a little later. But Tony Maz had a quote that I absolutely loved the other night where he said, We are entering into the time Endeavor's career where he is going to be in the MVP conversation for the next six or seven years, and rightly deservedly so. What a fun thing to think about.
0: Yeah, I just hope they sign him.
1: Yeah. Well, not the- a. Bring it, bring me right back
0: down on that one. No, I agree. I mean, I think we were saying it last year that every year you're going to— or last time we recorded, not last year. Every time you look at the extra base leaders, home run leaders, and doubles leaders, and hit leaders in the AL, he's just going to be up there. He's going to be in the— mm-hmm. He might even be not even top five. He might be top three every year because that's all he does is launches doubles and home runs. And— the crazy thing is, I guess I was just looking at the in this seven-game win streak they're on right now. So, as of right now, and they're playing the Angels again tonight. Who mm-hmm. I don't know if Trout's playing. I don't know the severity of that groin injury. Did I don't know if they said it again. Missed the game last night, but they haven't yet lost in June. This winning streak started June first, mm-hmm. and. I was thinking that they didn't, they hadn't been scoring a lot of runs, but they've scored seven, seven, eight, five, one, six, one. So they've had two one-zero, one-to-nothing wins against the Angels in the series. But I guess they are scoring runs.
1: Yeah, but um, probably not at the frantic pace everybody thought they were going to. Right. I, I feel like most people thought it was going to be in that six runs a game type area, where. Uh, nobody thought they'd win as many one-zero ball games as they have all year, and I mean, nobody thought that the starting pitchers would kind of be leading this charge more than anybody.
0: Right. So that's where we were going to go next. And yeah, it's called the segue, man. The uh, don't don't start with me on segues, okay, bud? Jesus. Uh starters in the last two weeks. I know I picked an arbitrary two-week deadline because that seemed fair Mm -hmm. they have a 283 era but jack that includes a six era with from rich hill Mm -hmm. which again again something that we talk about often on this show maybe just maybe we might not be having to worry about him at the end of the month um another left-hander will come in probably be a little more frustrating actually because he's rich hill isn't making 30 million dollars but i don't know i really was thinking today as i was making this outline where do they go with hill when they get paxton and sale back he's got he's just out of the rotation right
1: yeah He. i mean he has to be there strictly because paxton and sale aren't there i mean at the beginning of the year in the way people talk about him still you kind of have to be nervous that Heath, people still think he's going to be this Rich Hill type bulldog to eat 250 innings um, when they're not good innings. He's not giving you good innings to throw. And I mean, yeah, let's hope that Salem Paxton coming back will bump him out of there. Um, but yeah, my goodness, he's he's not been good.
0: So on top of, so you have that over the last two weeks, but in during this winning streak, the starters are 6-0 and with a 1.05 ERA, and that yeah. included a complete game shutout from Michael Waka.
1: Last night. Yeah, let's now we get off the rich hills of the world and get on to the good stuff here. I mean, most of these starters are having themselves some ball games in the last few times they've gone out. Uh, Michael Waka, you mentioned the complete game shutout, which is basically more rare than a no-hitter nowadays in baseball. Um, and in his last game held the reds, uh, scoreless, then he got beat up by Chicago, Seattle. And then again, against, uh, the angels only allowed two runs over that two games. So Michael Walker has been way better than anybody kind of foreseen has foreseen him being, uh, this whole entire year. I think he's rocking a one nine, nine ERA right now. I mean, we're going to talk about all-stars later but this guy is a pretty clear candidate for a, an, a damn all-star and nobody had Michael Waka making a possible all-star run. Uh, everybody thought including me was going to be just this fifth guy in the rotation to eat innings until, you know, they, they put Garrett Whitlock in the rotation.
0: 100% and then I've said this before. And if you want to check out blog, I wrote about Waka before he went on the IL for a little bit. But you watch him, and his pitches are so hittable, but there's something to them that the batters are missing. I think yeah. even hitters are like, w- why didn't that go 400 feet? They're like just missing these pitches. He's got a good changeup. I love listening to Eck talk about his changeup because— He's only throwing ninety four.
1: And because Zach always says hello.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. But um, I it's it's amazing to watch Walker right now because every single game I'm like, is this where the other shoe drops? And he kind of lets well that happened against Cincinnati, right? White Sox or the White Sox. Yeah, they finally like bunch of hard hit balls, and. It's just crazy to see these pitches not get crushed. And they're effective. And I think the team loves them. He comes off the mound all fired up. Yeah. Um, so I just read this stat. I typed in Ivaldi because I want to say something about him in a second. So Ivaldi, Pavetta, and Waka have earned zero runs in their last 33 and two-thirds innings. Woof. That's that's good. Fantastic. That's but good. I wanted to mention – Evaldi because he left last night after five the trainer came out talked to him he finished the inning and then he was done and he hadn't mm. let up a run so you wonder if there was something there but if you search twitter there's no injuries or anything no
1: i haven't heard anything i'm actually waiting because i know somebody's gonna ask cora like that's gonna be the first question cora is probably gonna have to answer before the game so I wonder if they'll, they'll just like kind of break something live before the game because they're on the west coast. So I don't know. I'd like to follow up on that too, because he's rocking a staunch, uh, Austin three sixteen ERA right now and striking out one and one out of every four batters. So, um, I he's having, he's having just like a, a Nate Yavaldi type year where he's like, I don't know if you've ever heard that he came from the same home hometown as Nolan Ryan, but. He's like, throwing like a like Nolan Ryan season.
0: Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, Nolan Ryan. Strikeout yeah. King?
1: That's him, Nolan Ryan.
0: The Ryan Express. Yeah, Seven no
1: hitters. Nolan Ryan. Never want to say young. Um, but uh, I think he's having a very Ryan esque year where he's got a like a low three ERA striking out a ton of guys. Um, obviously not pitching the innings, but wait, does he have a complete game this year? I think him and Pavetta like both in like the past month have gone nine, right? Yeah. Cuz you've already just got his first complete game. Yeah. So I mean he is eat- he's even eating innings. So like that's what worries me about that cuz you're right. He was damn near dominant last night when he came out of the game. I did watch it was I didn't see I didn't actually the one thing I missed was the him talking to the trainer cuz when it came back out um I think it was uh Danish on Danish came
0: in. In nineteen eighty seven, Nolan Ryan won the ERA and strikeout crown. But let me tell you what, and if you go into like nerd stats, he had he also led an ERA plus and FIP. But the Astros were so bad he went eight and sixteen. He came in fifth place in the Cy Young. His highest finish was second in 1973 he had 383 strikeouts oh my god (laughs) that hold on is that his career high you don't know what's crazy is I have to question if that's his career high it is um yeah
1: wow that's a lot
0: sorry you got me when you said he never won a Cy Young I was like why but
1: yeah no it's been a age-old question
0: so um our boy Pete Gammons you know Sunday baseball notes uh, I guess he writes for Mass Live now," said that Evaldi was dealing with h- hip tightness.
1: Oh, you don't want it to be a flexa.
0: But Jack, the hip bone's not connected to the shoulder or elbow bone, so that's all right.
1: That's true. Um, speaking of uh hip flexor, Kike Hernandez landed himself on the ten-day IL today. I saw that. Um, but you know what, Jack? Didn't didn't recall Jaron Duran?
0: No, they didn't. That's interesting. What's crazy yeah. is I read that and I didn't go shit. Yeah, well. I would have the... said shit if it was Frank, Fran- Franchi Cordero or Christian, Christian Vasquez. Yeah. Or even Arroyo, I would have been like, "Oh shit, that's like a good guy to spell people." Yeah. Like with him I was thinking, "Okay, so they miss a guy that's going to take 14 hell hacks."
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be a nice chance to get 40 at-bats for Jaron Duran, but they brought up Arauz.
0: Right. Oh, man, I was scared the other night when uh, Bogarts left the game. mm mm-hmm. So, like, everyone was talking about he, took, he struck out and then, like, shook out his arm, but, like, a pitch before that or two, he followed a pitch off, and he, like, went back and was, like, trying to stretch his forearm out, and I was like, he he can fall into a funk if he has some sort of weird injury because he doesn't miss games. If he has a minor injury, he doesn't miss games, but he'll fall into a funk. Like, he hurt his wrist against the Yankees last year mm-hmm. right after the All-Star break and was not the same the rest of the year. But he won't come out of the game, which I love about him. Sure. So, hope he's not playing tonight. Hopefully, it's not bad. He played... Yesterday, after it happened. Oh, so.
1: maybe that could be why they
0: brought up our Oh, God. I didn't... Damn it, Jack. I didn't even put those two things together. Anyways, back to the bo- the pitchers. The um, starters. I, I continue to be amazed by them. And at this point, Pavetta is just the complete opposite of what he was in April. You wonder yep. if a shortened spring training had a lot to do with that.
1: Yeah, sure. That's a great, I mean, that's a great excuse for a guy's bad Aprils. um, Trevor Story used that one. Um, But um, yeah, Pavetta, Pavetta, watching Pavetta pitch like this almost makes me think, like, what the hell did the Phillies not see to DFA this guy? Like, because they, because the Red Sox pulled him off this, or no way, he was traded for two relievers, right? Pavetta? Was he Heath Hembry?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. And he Hembry was hurt went... at the
1: time they dealt him?
0: Right. Hembry and... Wasn't Brazer right?
1: No, Brazer's still there.
0: No, no, I thought Brazer was like a left and cu- came back guy. No. Here, let me... Anyways, your point.
1: Yeah, my point is, what the hell did they not see? If, if this was the Nick Pavetta, that's like... Even if this was his, like, way upside, you hold on to him for, I mean, let's face it, some middle-of-the-road bullpen arms.
0: Yeah, totally. So, I think in that scenario, um, the Phillies, as they do now, as they have for years, had a god-awful um, bullpen, and they were looking to make a playoff run, so they added those arms and the Red Sox were like, please. Heath Hembry hasn't been good since twenty seventeen. Right.
1: Yeah, that must have been was that twenty that must have been right after the Red Sox made their run when they were kind of abandoning ship for a second.
0: Twenty twenty, I think it was a shortened year, right?
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Alright, so let's see. I got roster resource up here. I'm gonna figure this out. Um but if this loads, it's not loading. Anyways, yeah, the Pavetta has just been so good. I, I don't know what else to say. He's got like a <laughs> filthy curveball. It's back. He gets all fired up for a uh, any any big strikeout. He's a mild mannered dude, but when he gets fired up, he is ready to go.
1: Yeah. Um, just some, some quick game log numbers on Pavetta, uh, six, his last six games, he's allowed six runs, uh, in those six games respectively here, he's pitched six, seven, nine, six, six, and seven innings. Um, you know, pretty decent strikeout numbers, nothing double digits, but eight strikeouts, seven strikeouts, um, just doing it real solid and, I mean that's a huge. Uh, since May, since May, he has been. It's weird to say he probably he's been their second best pitcher just because of how consistent Nate Uvalde has been and how strong, um, Waka has come on.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say Waka like fell off a little bit because didn't not performance wise, but just in the consciousness because he went on the IL. Um, so I just looked it up. Pavetta and Connor Seabold. Who is a prospect? Prospect sure. that I mean might be able to give the Red Sox something for Heath Hembree and Brandon Workman. Workman, I knew it was one of those middling guys on the 2018 team.
1: Brandon Workman is the worst answer to a trivia question in Boston managerial history.
0: Oh my God! Do- I mean, this. <laughs> I can feel Dave getting mad about it right now. <laughs> he had that at bat in the 2013 World Series, right? Yeah, well Mike Napoli sat on the bench. Yeah, well
1: John Farrell baby 3-dimensional chess. As eh,
0: you can do stuff like that when David Ortiz hits 670. Yeah. We'll get we'll get into
1: some bad managerial decisions here in a minute.
0: But we will stick with Pitching on the Red Sox for now because Jack. Let's I wrote, talk about him. I Let's talk about our quest- guy. I wrote two questions down. Mm-hmm. Do you think roles are kind of kind of falling into place in the bullpen at this point?
1: Yes, but I have an extended answer on that.
0: I mean, is that this is an audio medium? Go ahead. This is the
1: long form answer uh, place for me to do that. My extended answer on that is: I think Alex Cora is a big by the numbers guy. And I think that it started in the 2018 world series run that he uses the guy that he think pairs up with the three hitter, three hitters that he's lining up to face. So I don't think that there is a setup setup closer. I think there are three guys that he wants to face, uh, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, and five, six, seven in a lineup. So, do you know what I mean? I think that
0: he's he's, he's managing his bullpen situation situationally instead of just being like, go go close this out all player. the
1: time, all the time, because he doesn't have the big arm at the end of the bullpen like he had in like Kimbrel in the past or, um, you know anybody really like to was the absolute that is the closer of the game, um, but I and I think that right now the effective closer even though he worked like the fourth inning of a game the other day or the seventh inning uh is schreiber 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 liev john schreiber
0: right so
1: so yes the rules are being defined because i think schreiber is the guy that alex cora wants to face the other team's best hitters
0: so that was my next thing and the next question i had written down is in this turnaround is John Schreiber 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 the unsung hero of the team thus far
1: No again cuz I think that's Michael Waka but uh he's definitely the guy who more than Tanner Houck is adding stability to the bullpen uh he's the one guy like Eck Eck loves talking about him too he's like this guy is getting his chance and he has it He's grabbed on with both hands like that is uh, a perfect way because this dude is making the most of his uh, extended cup of coffee here because I don't, to be perfectly honest with the listening audience, I had never heard this name before I saw him trot out of the bullpen before.
0: So he has 16 appearances for a total of 16.2 innings. And in those 16 appearances, he has let up runs in how many games, Jack?
1: Oh, not many
0: one game against the Orioles. Yeah. That was it. He let wow. up a home run. That was the only home run he let up. He's obviously he hasn't given up a run and he's only walked guys in three. Mm. So I I think your answer of Waka being the unsung hero is a good answer. My, the reason I think it might be Schreiber is it stabilized an absolute dog shit bullpen. Yep, and the the with the rolls, it is very convenient that things are starting to shake out when you can't pitch Matt Barnes and Hansel Robles.
1: Yeah, because no kidding,
0: Robles throws hundred miles an hour, but Robles has like yeah. a. As we like to hit. say
1: on the Neverwors, it's the Joe Kelly syndrome.
0: Right. Listen, I appreciate. Every pitch Joe Kelly threw in the 2018 World S- or playoffs, but mm-hmm. leading up to that, we were always texting each other, "Why does he throw a hundred and always get hit right back up the middle?"
1: You're really, the only guy who everybody could just barrel up that hundred.
0: It was so frustrating.
1: I guess that's what happened if you don't have anything to offset it,
0: right? So yeah, and Robles then... doesn't
1: have a secondary pitch. Like they'll talk about his changeup, but at the same time, his changeup. If he's at ninety eight and his changeup's coming in ninety five, that's not a huge adjustment to make. I don't think he right. throws it well enough to throw guys off.
0: So right now, Robles has an ERA of two point six five. That's actually good, but it's
1: not bad. He doesn't get touched that much, but he it looks like he gets inherited runners or did in April, and he would never get out of it.
0: So his FIP, again, for the listener that might not know. Fielding, independent pitching, it's basically what your ERA is that you can control, taking all fielding out of it. It's 5.2. So yeah. it is much worse when it just comes down to him. And then, finally, the last two games we've seen Strom close. I follow this account on Twitter. I know you're not on Twitter a lot, but it's called Red Sox Stats. and it's-
1: <laughs> We've shouted them out before.
0: Yes. He has been pining for Strom to be the closer all season. And I was always thinking every time I was like, eh, okay, maybe, yeah, maybe. Now I'm like, maybe give it to him until it doesn't work. I agree, but I just don't know that
1: that's like, uh, I don't know that we'll ever see unless he gets a big, giant name at the deadline. I don't know that you'll ever see Alex Cora come out and name a guy a closer.
0: Yeah, I mean he, re- see the one thing is like we saw him ride Barnes until the wheels fell off last year. So I think I don't that's
1: know- I think that's exactly why.
0: Yeah, that's true. As I was saying it, I was like, maybe that's why he doesn't want to. All right, and then to kind of wrap up our talk on the Red Sox here, I yeah, wanted. I to- like
1: this. I like this last topic, by the way, Tom.
0: So, I was just thinking last night, or the other day, listening to Maz in the booth. And, I, obviously, we've been listening to Maz basically our whole lives, watching the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. But, what are you... So, it was always Remy in the booth. Then they added Eck, and we were like, this could not get better. And then once Remy and Eck started, like, wor- you know, working together well...
1: Yeah, there's a third guy you're totally forgetting in there, but yeah.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, I I don't even like to bring up... It's like the Mookie Betts <laughs> thing and the Don Orsillo thing are the same to me, and one played, and one just announced the games, but Neither one makes sense. But I'm just saying now we have Dave Sorry. O'Brien, obviously. Yeah. But, and he's growing. He's growing on us, I think. So, here's my question for you. Eck... I wish Eck would just narrate me eating breakfast so mm-hmm. we know where Eck is. Whoa, it, big piece of toast, Tommy. Oh, got some <laughs> hair on that. Ooh. Um you put chia seeds on there. That's a pair of shoes. <laughs> you finish that one. That's a pair of shoes. Anyways, Yuk Maz Millar. Millar done a few games, and I actually think he was the best out of them all, yeah. but – We talk about how he is on TV every day, Monday through Friday. Where are you on the the new booths now that we don't have Remy anymore?
1: Uh, I like anything. I I like two men if it's just O'Brien and Eck. I like Eck with anybody. I prefer my preferred booth right now would be Eck, Malar, and O'Brien.
0: They did that Uh, for the Reds, I believe.
1: I thought it was yeah yeah it was the reds yes uh and it was cool I liked it um I think Kevin Millar tried a little too hard to be like funny and entertaining the whole time but I think that's just who he is mm-hmm. um but I really like that one uh and winning makes everything better so I I haven't minded Maz I like I kind of like his take on baseball and always have um He, he- is not he is in, not a color commentator by any stretch of no, the imagination. No, but
0: him in the booth is so much better. I don't listen to the radio show. I mean, I have in the past. It's yeah, just so same, much better. Same, same, He's same. just probably his normal self instead of having a producer say, all right, Maz, in this segment, can we have a flip out?
1: Yeah, like, you know, what we do.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, the real stuff. Real journalism
1: with a capital J. mm mm-hmm. No, I think I think he's good when he's talking about baseball and just kind of recapping and talking about the Red Sox because he's so familiar with the team from how he covers them. I I, I think it's a good a good fit. And then
0: um, you, you can tell, just has the least amount of reps.
1: Definitely, but he's still he's not like terrible at it. He's better than Johnny
0: Gomes was. I uh, no thanks, I'm out on him in life, but. I know what I loved was and this is how good Eck is. Eck was with Yuke and Eck was asking Yuke questions and one time he was like, "Yuke, I'm not going to work with you for a while, so I really have to ask you. What was going on when you charged Purcello? And Yuke told the whole story. He had gotten hit, then they hit they hit someone and he got hit and he just snapped, he said, and he went after him and that. And then he like talked to Porcello after. And he was like, I was not trying to hit you. I swear. And he was, it was a great story. It's like what you want in that dead time. Yep. And then another thing they were talking about the day Bogarts and, uh, Devers got their silver sluggers. And Eck asked you, did you ever get one of those? And you was like, no, I didn't. And Eck was like shocked. Like his, I can't believe this, like overexcited. Yeah. And he was like, but I did get the Hank Aaron award. So I don't know how I couldn't get the silver slugger the same year. And Eck was like, Ooh, Ooh, but you, Ooh, you might want that one more. Right. <laughs> and it was just awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, you just need Eck in there and I don't care who the other guy is, but no, final... cause
1: even with the Millar stuff, he, he was just great. And Millar, you know, let's not pull punches. Wasn't nearly the baseball player. Yuke was <laughs>
0: like, no, so also yeah I agree like when you talks about something when Yuke is like talking about a slider and how the guy will like use his hands and stuff I'm like yeah I you were a fantastic hitter I'm going to listen to what you say
1: Yeah knows he, the plate too. Don't just get the name Greek God of Walks out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. But he also you can tell he's definitely the Greek God of Hops because he loves he's just very beer broy. That's You've said that before. I get that vibe from him. you said that before. But I like him. I, I do like him. One final yeah. thing, and then we're going to take a break, talk uh, more league-wide stuff. Where do you stand on Monaco?
1: Mike Monaco?
0: Yeah. He's filled in for O'Brien a couple times. Yeah, no, I like him. I do too.
1: I like Mike Monaco. He, you know why? Because he's very excited about baseball. Dave O'Brien kind of has the been there, done that. Polished. Yeah, I was going to say kind of the baseball like arrogance of like the I've been I've been doing this for a while yeah. Uh where I think Mike Monaco is just like, I know you're not going to like this reminds me of a very like, I guess, a more well-rounded like Greg Amsinger from the MLB network. Oh My God, Jack! just the on. guy loves baseball, Tom. The guy loves baseball. Oh, uh, I'm going to listen talking, to Monaco. I'm not talking about like hot take like. Is this the greatest hitter we've ever seen over a two-week stretch before? I'm not talking about that, Greg Amsinger. Just his regular presentation of baseball, I, I think, is on par with Mike Monaco, who is who does a great job for O'Brien when he fills in.
0: Yeah, I like Monaco, too. And we got just over a minute here before we have to switch Zooms because I'm not paying you, Zoom. Um, Amsinger once on MLB Tonight <laughs> asked – Harold Reynolds and someone else, I want to say Billy Ripken, because they both were appalled at the question. Harper was, 2015, Harper was so hot, going to win the MVP, came up with the bases loaded, and he's like, do you, do you walk him right now? With the yeah. way he's going, do you walk him? And HR and Billy Ripken like, lost their minds saying no, and then he grounded into a double play, and they were like, that's why you don't walk him. Yeah. And I was just like, I get it. You're steering the conversation a certain way, but you gotta take it down a, a notch. Yeah, sorry but, I brought it up. Yeah, so with that, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be a back. A disgusted to talk about
1: break, a visibly disgusted break.
0: <laughs> more league-wide stuff. Jack, we're back from our break, and I'm gonna mix up the uh, rundown a little here because I just want to. And I have the microphone right now. So.
1: We do share a microphone. Thank you for telling everybody that. <laughs>
0: um, we are in the time of the season where they've opened the All Star ballot. So, putting your non biased, you love the Red Sox hat on, but have to be, you know, capital J journalist here.
1: Mm hmm. My press hat.
0: Who is starting the all-star game that's also a Red Sox player, but you have to be realistic.
1: Raphael Devers and J.D. Martinez. Probably Bogarts, too.
0: I was, okay, so, you know I'm a Bogarts stan, and I know you love him, too. I agree that his competition is stiff with Tim Anderson, but Anderson's yeah. hurt. So yep. I think that will hurt him in voting, in getting the spot.
1: I also think that Boston fans and the just the Boston market will vote Bogart's in and the starters are all uh fan
0: vote. True. Yeah. And if Tim Anderson isn't out there, that definitely hurts the And that's just an extra FU to ownership.
1: Sure. Um just for uh the record, I have uh several times and started several conversations about how much I love Tim Anderson as a baseball player.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I love him too. He's great. Just he's just a fantastic hitter. Here's mm-hmm. another question for you, Jack. I know this is crazy. Mm-hmm. What about Trevor Story?
1: Oh uh, boy, I'd have to look at what other second basemen in the AL are doing, but so I didn't. I don't know. I, I mean he he is. I think he's like fourth in the AL and RBI, so oh, it's not you know what? crazy.
0: Eh, it's sh- it's going to be El Tuve. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. Leads in home runs, war. For uh, second baseman? For second baseman, average. Yeah. Oh, sure. no, not average. Santiago Espinal is higher than him in average. But, yeah, it will be El Tuve. And I think El Tuve, Houston has like yeah, a, he's, he, well, he's more against fit. the he's... world thing, too.
1: Yeah, I oh that's true. I guess he might not get most of the national vote that he used to get before before he was uh you know, buzzing.
0: Right. Yeah, it, it will be him, but it is just crazy to think Story could like Yeah,
1: you know. he might make that like I said. He's like fourth in the AL and RBIs. So he might make the team.
0: Yeah. It is so crazy to look at his RBIs.
1: Yeah. It's When wild. I remember Dave O'Brien saying he had 32 in May like with two weeks left in the month. And I said, that's not right. And I looked and I said, he has 32 in may.
0: Yeah. When we were in a, something we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, when I was looking up some research for a later topic, I clicked on RBI leaders for may. And I was like, Holy shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Now. What about pitchers? I know you mentioned, uh, Waka, Waka getting some love, but I think legitimately Ivaldi is the guy with the only chance. I don't. Yeah,
1: think... maybe. I I don't know, man. A lot of those manager picks, um, to round out the team, those are those are actually pretty fair. Uh, I don't know. I would say that if Michael Waka goes into the All Star break with a sub three ERA, he'll probably make the All Star team. Yeah, um,
0: that's true. That's true. He There's a good chance. But there are some sub three ERAs, Jack. Yeah, Holy I shit.
1: I know. It's a good year for pitching. Um, And then I think if Pavetta has a, if Pavetta stays on in June, he probably has a chance. And that's, that's purely, I will uh, justify that with that as purely a homer pick that I would think that if Nick Pavetta keeps this up for the next three, four weeks of June and then has a good first week of July he should be on the all-star team. And I would like to see that.
0: Did you know? Cause
1: I like watching him pitch. He's I like watching him pitch.
0: Pitching is so crazy right now that out of qualified pitchers for the ERA title, Pavetta and Ivaldi have the 11th and 13th worst ERAs in the AL. And their ERA. Ivaldi's
1: is, is 316. I know. Wow. Wow. Good for pitchers. Guess who has the worst. It's a big name. Um, Justin Verlander.
0: No, no, Verlander's been nasty. Yeah, um, Jose Barrios. Name. Damn it!
1: Oh, big money name for the yeah. Toronto Blue Jays.
0: But there are currently three guys under two.
1: What? It, wait, if that's but what's his like four five? It's probably not even like terrible.
0: No, his is five six.
1: Oh, that's terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, there are three pitchers under two right now.
1: Mike Walker is one of them. One one nine nine.
0: He doesn't qualify.
1: Oh, okay. Go ahead, give him to me.
0: Martin Perez Jack leads your American <laughs> League, in... and <laughs> do you remember the Red Sox had Martin Perez, but he didn't yeah. pitch in a in the Grand Canyon. He, he
1: didn't. He didn't land. Yeah, that's a well. That's a good point.
0: Alec Manoa, who I love to watch, yeah, I do because too. he's like he's Lance a... Lynn, and he's like. I'm a big yeah. dude, and I throw a fastball, and you're not going to hit it. Yep. And then Nestor Cortez, of Ugh. course. <laughs> yep. And then there are 10 guys under three. Wow. It's crazy. But <laughs> at the same time, he has the 13th worst ERA, but the 17th best. So I guess only 30 pitchers qualify.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: 29. 29 pitchers qualify. Man, what
1: a a gut punch to have Alec Manoa and Nestor Cortez just coming out of their shell right at this time to just be a thorn in our sides for, like, the next five seasons.
0: Oh, Jack, number four, right behind Manoa and Cortez is Shane McClanahan. So it's just – he's young. So good. The I'm young glad all three too. teams
1: are represented.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, so – we touched on it, but holy shit, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim! Wow, we are we're 15 minutes away from the Red Sox trying to make it 15 losses in a row for the Angels.
1: And I like the Angels, but let's go to 15. Let's just the, oh, crack yeah. this crack this win streak, when we're out of town.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it over the weekend. Yep. Big weekend for Trout. Get you know, love watching. Get nice Trout. and
1: healthy this day off. These couple of days off. Um, Otani is going tonight, so I'm definitely gonna stay up and watch the game because he is oh, just man. fun to
0: watch. I was, and it was I was thinking like it's a night I could probably get some shut eye, but nope.
1: No, gotta watch that. Um, and just it's a it's a really all time crater, and like they were, they were really riding high coming out of May. Um, are coming, yeah, like towards the end of May, they were leading the AL West, and then since this slide, they've gone from leading the AL West to obviously tying with the Angels or Astros, excuse me. And now they have gone to the fourth team chasing the Red Sox now in the wild card race. So, what a first half collapse! And in doing so, they fired Mr. Baseball himself, Joe Madden.
0: I knew this would give you some, some uh, joy.
1: It's not joy because I think that baseball and all sports really fire the manager to, to just look like that. That's a panic mode, panic button move. Uh, Like it's (laughs) as much as we kind of shit on his takes for, heavily being into analytics and then the second he's fired questioning like oh i don't think the analytics are the way to go um and walking Corey fucking seager with the bases loaded take take that in your pipe and smoke it greg amsinger um like uh but
0: don't try i don't don't know try and chum up to me now
1: i'm not but I, I mean, I don't like to see a person fired, especially for something as fickle as the team losing games within a season. Um, but yeah, he's a douche, and uh, talk about <laughs> talk about baseball arrogance.
0: Um, yeah, 15 days ago, they were 27 and 19, two and a half games back on Houston, and fifth over. Let me see, Houston, no, no, second. In the wild card. Did you say that?
1: Yeah.
0: Or no, first in the wild card.
1: Oh, I said first in the West, but I meant first in the wild card, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. They were above Minnesota. Um, yeah. I...
1: Really bad fall. I mean, oh, wait. imagine if Joe Madden let up that grand slam. He <laughs> would have been fired in April.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, no one was earlier on the analytics and shifting than Tampa Bay when he was. Well, that's why, there.
1: I mean, that's why, you know, I made the, the comment I made because the second he gets fired, he's like, Oh, everybody's too heavy on analytics. Like you're the guy who made this a thing. When and, you won the world series, you made this a thing.
0: Right. And no one, no one was batting Anthony Rizzo lead off. No one would ever do that, but Hey, I'm zany. I'll have zoo animals come into the locker room before a big game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, he's just. You know
1: one guy reads a Phil Jackson book, and then it's it all goes out the window.
0: I just, I don't know. I also agree with you that it's such a panic move because they sucked with he, Mike Trout before him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm very. I thought this was gonna be and in our preseason predictions. I picked the Angels to win the West because of the Trout, Otani. Walsh Marsh like their lineup is loaded but I mean I nobody I mean again nobody foresaw a 15 game losing streak and that's well hopefully 15 games but and that's not exactly all Joe Madden's fault
0: yeah um I heard a good point on the athletic baseball show today they pay huge money for stars and don't care about homegrown guys they don't care about anything they just shell out money for on big contracts for pool hosts they lured otani justin upton anthony rendon they haven't they haven't hit on pitching and they they made a good point it was like they won the otani sweepstakes. that's huge you shit absolute shit luck that mike trout fell to you at nine in a draft and he turns out to be fucking Mickey Mantle. Like, other than that, you've done nothing good. But first thing you're going to do is fire the manager. It's just.
1: Yeah, that's that, what they're going to do. Well, they're not going to fire. They're not going to fire Mike Trout.
0: No. Because well, it's not, it's not Mike they, Trout's fault either. <laughs> unless they want to trade him to the Red Sox.
1: No. That's a, oh, yeah. They that's should do old, that. That's
0: uh, an old Comcast Sportsnet baseball show call. You uh, you guys think they should uh, just trade for pool hosts? Yeah. But um
1: Lou Merlone did think that too.
0: <laughs> the good old days. All right. When you had to
1: get up early on Saturday morning to talk baseball.
0: And the Phillies also fired Joe Girardi. Um, yeah,
1: that's more that's more the panic move, like baseball ownership and general managers being like completely fickle as hell like he they, they didn't even give him a chance to like play half a year with the team he tried to build in the offseason and he didn't even build it i mean he's not the gm there so, so right, i don't know i don't get that move either
0: yeah right the, now they are i guess it's hard to decipher on the of on but uh third fourth or fifth right now in the nl wild card they're only 2 games under 500 but my question is, what the hell did you expect when you sign Castellanos, Schwarber, you have Bryce Harper, who's not like Willie Mays out there? You didn't sign anyone that can play the field. And then Bryce Harper has a slightly torn UCL, so he has to DH. Mm-hmm. Although, he is fucking crushing the ball right now.
1: Yeah, he's been hot for a little bit. Um, um- I do get that he doesn't, but again, you you talked about it before on the Red Sox half. I mean, the Phillies bullpen sucks. It has sucked for years. You didn't address the suck. Right. You got Kyle Schwarber, like great move. He's a I good like hitter, but
0: he's not going to get not, you the last three outs.
1: No, no, or the last nine, which is something they haven't done in the last three years.
0: Yeah. He, although, and I am certain I know the roots of this, of me being a young child in the 1990s and having to watch Joe Girardi as the catcher, the backup catcher for the New York Yankees mm. and celebrate. He is a guy that just, I just, I mean, it's a it's a shame when a human being loses their job, for sure. But I just don't like him. <laughs> I it's just something I he has never been a guy I've enjoyed.
1: No, he's also kind of a smug manager of the Yankees when he was there too.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I just there's just something you know, he'll be on but the worst part is he's gonna be on like the Fox broadcast or MLB network in like no time.
1: Yeah. Well he managed the in Philadelphia and New York, so he'll have a job talking about baseball for the rest of his life.
0: Yeah. And then we can move on to the question I had for you. And is Aaron judge going to hit 50? I almost put 60, but I just, I decided to go with 50. Yes. He's going to hit close to 60 home runs. He has 22 right now, close Mm -hmm. to 60 home runs in a contract here. That is 100% betting on yourself.
1: Yeah. He's going to set the market for sure.
0: And the best part of it all is another guy I'm just not a fan of is uh Brian Cashman on purpose told the amount that he offered Judge to be like, "See, we offered a good contract." And Judge was like, "Don't care, you can let that leak. I'm going to hit 50 to maybe 60 home runs."
1: All while batting 3.11 and playing playing some pretty decent right field.
0: <laughs> but also they're putting him in center. He's yeah. playing out of position.
1: I mean, so this was like he was the year that um, he should have won the MVP. Of the year that
0: Altuve Altuve
1: did in the in yeah. the um, allegations of cheating and shit were out there. Uh, he might win the MVP in a in a walk year like that. That's insane. That's insane to set the market with 50 home runs, but to do it with an MVP trophy and then Cashman leaking what is essentially the starting bid, like, he's going to make a lot of money this year.
0: I, will, I can guarantee you this, Jack. If he wins the MVP, I don't want the Yankees to win the World Series, but if they do, because they are nasty right now, mm-hmm. and the Yankees don't overpay him, to get them back, I'm going to find whatever website it is to get Michael K's radio show, whatever New York-based radio show I can get, to just listen to the calls. I w- I will drink that anger in. I just want to listen to New Yorkers call and absolutely lose their mind.
1: Well, I hate to do this too, but you could actually go back to 2019. And just rerun some of the W E E I stuff from when Mookie Betts did the exact same thing. Um so I think you're projecting and you just want
0: somebody else to feel your pain. Well, everyone, I'm gonna have to find a new co-host. <laughs> I have sent a formal letter to my parents to disown their oldest child. Uh so that's going to do it for this episode and possibly the show in general. Because, uh, no, I get it. I get it. But let me have this. And the worst part is they're going to overpay him. And
1: well, uh, well, I think at any point right now, it's probably going to be an overpay. He is he, just another thing to really uh, stick a thorn in your side. He is the one kind of keeping this MVP away from probably Devers this year if he keeps this pace up. Because even if Devers like, continues what Devers is doing, they're not going to ignore 50 to 60 home runs with 120 RBIs out of New York City. That's just not possible. To
0: kind of paraphrase Charles Barkley here, right now, where they are, Devers and Judge are in the MVP building, but they're just not on the same floor. Judge is on a higher floor right now.
1: Okay. Well, thanks, Chuck.
0: You're welcome.
1: Do you want to talk about May players of the month, or are you are you in a mode?
0: No, 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 no. Let's let's do it. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> Am Singer mentions talking about Mookie Betts.
0: Uh well, I uh, this is you know don't want to spoil anything, but I don't think we're done talking about Mookie Betts here. Yeah. Um, AL talk player of the month, Jack. For you. What's that? AL, all or- right. A L player of the month for may for you,
1: uh, Rafael Devers, um, possibly. And I, that was a tight race, but I just think that he was, uh, he just had more power, uh, than his teammate, JD Martinez, who just tore the cover off the baseball.
0: Yeah. So I had a three horse race here and I went back and forth and, I'm going to be honest, I was driving home from work today and I was I was praying on it. And <laughs> I I'm going to be honest with you. I decided because why not just be be happy about something here? And I'm going to I picked Devers. But it was so close with Judge. I think if Martinez hit like 3 more home runs, I yeah, it
1: would have been Martinez.
0: Right. Because he batted over 400. He batted... And just to
1: be clear, we're not giving it to Aaron Judge because we just talked about how good of a season he was having. And we don't need to give any more praise to that dude.
0: Right. Oh, what the heck? But Because
1: um, the Major League Baseball gave it to him.
0: Oh, they did? I didn't yeah. see that they announced him. They did. Right. So, but, you know, so... 406 shout out ted williams to for jd martinez and i didn't want to get caught up in the everyone loves homers i mean i love a homer but judge had 12 devers had four but they also batted 70 points difference
1: yeah that well that's what's gonna that's what it's gonna be judge is gonna have 50 home runs uh they'll probably be pretty close on rbi uh, but Devers will have a 40 point advantage in batting average like he does right now or i think it's 25
0: and then not 40 also you know nearly a 50 point difference in on base leaning towards devers and devers had a higher slugging percentage even though he had those 12 home runs i yeah i'm going to i'm going to give it to him i'm going to give it to devers say what you want also if you want to get nerdy on it Devers had the highest war by .7 over Judge. So, you're not going to come onto a Red Sox-based podcast and expect a Yankee to get this award over a Red Sox.
1: just not going to happen.
0: All right, National League?
1: Uh, National League Player of the Month was well, Mookie Betts.
0: Former Red Sox great.
1: Yep. He hit the same home runs as he had the same amount of home runs as Judge. Uh and I think he batted what was it, 20, 20 points higher than Judge in the in the month? Uh, all while driving in thirty three runs. We talked about earlier Trevor Story drove drove in thirty two. Mookie Betts oh, wait, drove in no. thirty three. You
0: were you saw Paul Goldschmidt there on the RBI. Betts had twenties.
1: Oh okay that's had 27.
0: Like that. I mean that's not nothing. He, but, but yeah, but he that scored at. He scored 31 runs himself. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. And he plays in a really good team. Yeah. Also he was just like not getting hits somehow still scoring runs because his team's awesome in April. So his his batting average is awful and now he's just over 300. He's just back. Yeah. Goldschmidt, though, I mean, just as a runner-up here, ten home runs, thirty-three RBI, batted 404 for the month. Had a Goldschmidt
1: 20... w- was the MLB choice for MLB uh, for Player of the Month.
0: Guess what? Greg Amstinger Amstinger's making those picks, so I don't, I don't respect that. I don't that. think
1: that's true.
0: Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I question:
1: Jack. The validity of that.
0: Let's just talk about. More old Red Sox greats that have now left the team. Who was your AL pitcher of the month?
1: <laughs> I mean, you want me to say Martin Perez because it was because he was 4-0 and with
0: 33 strikeouts and a
1: .64 ERA. Wh- who is this person?
0: I'm glad you got a- ASMR close to the mic there. <laughs> You got, under one
1: ERA and six starts. You got to get, you got to give the people the, the gain. You got to turn the gain all the way up.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah, Jack, I don't get it.
1: I <laughs> like, this is the one that really came out of nowhere. I, I mean, you did say he does play in the grand Canyon, which is true, but good. But, I mean, he,
0: his ground ball rate was 54%. Half his pitches are going straight into the ground. This is the same guy that was on the Red Sox, right? The last two years.
1: Mm-hmm. And what? just got blasted all the time. 5.18 ERA.
0: I I mean, I just, I don't get it. And so far we've all, we've tied. We've had the same pick for everyone. So. All right. See. I think
1: we're going to be different here. All I, right. actually, for a fact, I know we're going to be different on this
0: one. All right. Who do you have for national league pitcher?
1: Adam Wainwright. Wow. 3 and 1 1.69 ERA 32 innings pitched 22 strikeouts just a solid year and my second pick was nowhere near who actually won it either and it was Josh Hader who had 8 saves and didn't allow one run in that month
0: wow i didn't i'm going to be honest i didn't even get to i didn't even look at relievers here um i'm going to go with uh this is another one i struggled with but i'll just say sandy alcantara is a fun one yeah. why not? Um,
1: He had 43 strikeouts. Yeah. 213 ERA. There were some guys who had some good ones. Um,
0: Al, Who is the, what's his name from the Phillies was my other choice.
1: Zach Wheeler?
0: Yes. Well, something's <laughs> messed up here. Fangraph's messed up on me, and I can't.
1: Oh, miss- my God. Never then, speak ill of fan graphs.
0: And then Corbin Burns, just because he motherfucker just strikes everyone out.
1: He's so nasty. He is so nasty. Like the past two years, Corbin Burns has been locked down 45 strikeouts this month. Uh, and Zach Wheeler from the Phillies was the one who won the pitcher of the month. And Martin Perez won it as well.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, Yeah, that was the month of May. We're in June now. Red Sox are undefeated in June, probably just run the table in the month. That'd be uh, that'd be fun. That'd be interesting. And yeah. Well, Jack, so June's a that. fun
1: baseball month cuz it's still wall to wall. Uh and then historically, this is like uh, me being a kid in 98, this was the month that Sammy Sosek his, his cycle really kicked in yeah and um he found the good he... stuff literally burned out of nowhere to become a superstar
0: all right so i meant to ask you because we did this last week or last time we recorded something to look forward to they have the mariners and a's coming up i guess the uh... my
1: yeah my something to look forward to would be um game four of the nba finals tomorrow night friday night sure uh yeah. that is my most looking forward to because if i have to stay up late i would rather do it for an nba finals game than to watch the red sox play the pathetic barrel of losers uh that bought tickets to see the oakland A's. oh and the oakland A's.
0: well i w- hope you won't I, where are you going? London? They're playing in Boston when they play the A's. Um, they are there. I thought they were on their West Coast trip. Oh, they were out there first. Oh. Yeah, so they come home. And, well, uh, then
1: that's my second most looking forward to, getting back to a reasonable start time for a baseball game.
0: Isn't that nice? Ooh, next week they play the Cardinals, but we can talk about that in the next show. I guess Julio Rodriguez would be the answer for this weekend coming up because there's no one exciting on the A's. So Julio Rodriguez on the Mariners is someone fun to watch.
1: Yeah, and as the um, Angels crater, maybe the Mariners will step up and do something, make a run at the ALE spots, but probably not. Mm.
0: Yeah, they're my AL West uh, pick. So we're just going to act like me and you didn't pick the AL West this year. We and... both
1: picked the Astros.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I picked all the teams that, you know, won.
1: Yeah, we'll change that. We'll change that tweet. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, I'll do it in post. <laughs> All right, Jack, that's it for this week. I'll talk to you via text for the uh, NBA Finals, and I'll see you later.
1: Go Sees. Bye-bye.